The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello, this is Homeboy88 of the Homeboy88 Podcast. If you like hip-hop, video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy88 Podcast, constantly in the top Apple Podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy88 Podcast. Search for it and listen today. Chance 
springing through the arena. Kevin Owens stomping the hell out of the Usos. And this is just better. One-way traffic.
A superplex! LA Knight is just the walking embodiment of lightning in a bottle call. And when you have a talent such as LA Knight, you've got to capitalize. Look at this now. Woods with the backwards and a win! Teamwork from the Queen and Emperor of Lucha Libra. Now on the a second rope, measuring her opponent with a moonsault. Zelina and Santos are rolling. Can they keep it up here on Friday Night SmackDown? Look, Kevin. They want it. I want it. It's in your best interest. It's in my best interest. If we. If we can come together, do you understand? We can do something magical. We can do something remarkable. We can be the ones that bring down the ones. And I know, I know it might take years till this is totally repaired, but I've told you before, we don't even need to do this as friends. We just need to work together. Yeah, I know, I know, I've heard, that's what I said, I've heard everything you have to say, I've heard you say it for weeks. You don't need a friend, you don't want a friend, you just need me to fight with you so that you, me and Cody, we could take down the bloodline together. I get it, okay, it's, that's what's best for business. And, and we don't have to be friends. We don't need to be friends to do it. But man, why? Why would I fight? Why, why would I fight for someone who doesn't even want to be my friend? Look, man, Cody, thank you for trying to do this. I really appreciate it. But I'm all set, all right? Look at that, mommy. He actually decided to show up. Do you, know, do you know how many nights I went without a father? I went a lot of nights. Stop, please. Rio, can I have a moment with my son, please? Alone? So now, that we're in the middle of a ring. You have time for me? Is that how this is gonna go? Where were you when I needed you? All those late nights, huh? But you're so selfish that you took away my WrestleMania moment. Because after the end of the day, you're just a scared, pathetic excuse for a father. And you know what? There's something I want to get off my chest. And the reality is, you're just a piece hey, of- Hey, 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 Basta ya, por favor. Enough, Dom. And my biggest regret is what you have become. I'll tell you what, if someone like you, some ungrateful, disrespectful, Pathetic. Punk ass kid called me out. 
at WrestleMania, I would gladly whoop their ass. Unfortunately, you're my son. And fighting you would be the biggest disgrace as a father. You're not worth it, son. I'm not gonna fight you now. I'm not gonna fight you never. And I won't fight you at WrestleMania either. Santos Escobar now up to the top rope. Rhea Ripley gonna meet him there. This is not gonna be good! Vega back into the ring. Going for a cross body. Oh, knee right to the face. Rhea's in trouble. Rhea Ripley right full the pickings, and doesn't Selena Vega know it? And Vega, Hurricane Rana to Dominic. Rhea, though, from behind, taking advantage. Riptide. But now Liv Morgan into play with a code red. From breaking down in a hurry. And Morgan launches out of the ring and hit hard. Yeah, what a nasty landing that was. Now's Emma's opportunity. Emma, though. And Raquel. Too big, too strong. To power out of it. Tag made by Morgan. Raquel Rodriguez with the Tahana Bomb. Morgan now legal. And there's Oblivion. Cover by Liv. Liv and Raquel are going to WrestleMania. Don't for once a winner like the rest of us. challenger at WrestleMania. 
but your actions tonight tell me a completely different story. Therefore, Gunter, I am left with no choice. I am making it official. You will defend that Intercontinental Championship against Drew McIntyre and Sheamus in a triple threat match. Shot by Rhea. Dominic mouthing off the, the champ and Rhea with a cheap shot. My game's beginning, Cole. Kevin Owens 
Rise Fighter unleashing months of pent-up anger. The KO chants ringing through the arena. Kevin Owens stomping the hell out of the Usos. And this is just better one-way traffic. Shivani, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Lipman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk Special Saturday Edition. I'm your host, Jimmy T, and my co-host, He's back once again. He is the evil one himself. He is Dr. Jeff Lippman. Welcome back to the Smack Talk. After we just did Smack Attack. <laughs> yeah, it's a special Saturday afternoon edition. It's supposed to be Saturday. Um, I can tell you're in a prodigy mode, and it must be because you love the prodigy Cody Rose. <laughs> you got me. That was a good one. I am a fan of the prodigy, as a matter of fact. And I'm playing the wrong version of the song, but it doesn't matter uh, now. You, you won't smack those. I'm actually glad you changed the song just because I'm tired of hearing the other song. Well, believe it or not, it is Smack My Bitch Up, but it's a remix. But whatever, it is what it is. Um, even though they don't mention it. But yeah, to the Prodigy, Cody Rhodes. Well, the Prodigy. have the same beat, it's just different speeds. Right, that's true. Um, but uh, yeah, look, I was a fan of this back in the heyday, man. Yeah, and I'm not usually... Into... For right. Yeah, well... You know what I mean? It's a shame that the main dude has actually passed away, unfortunately, but, uh, you know. Yeah, Rest he committed suicide. Did he stop to, he forgot to breathe, breathe. <laughs> I guess he was a fire starter, right, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Well, anyway, let's talk about Cody, as a matter of fact, because what is he? Is he a moderator these days, Jeff? But, you know what I mean? No, no, or no. Do we... This is corporate Cody. He's an ombudsman. Oh, yes. <laughs> Well, actually, but before we get into SmackDown proper, <clears throat> is there any news that we need to sort of talk about, as a matter of fact, Jeff? And looks, uh, I haven't been looking up and down the internet, so if there is any, please let everybody, including myself, know what's going on. Well, there is news, but I, I would say the first thing that, that's probably news that, that people aren't talking very much about, probably because he's not that important any longer, if he ever was, but Davey Richards has retired from wrestling again. Oh, yes. And he, he retired because he, his ex-wife was awarded full custody of, of his children uh, after there were not just allegations, but allegations that were tried and, and adjudicated by a judge as being 
at least true enough to, to determine it was not in the best interest of the children to be with him. And, and my understanding is that visitation, if at all, is extremely restricted. restricted. A lot of the media has bravely said, we have chosen not to cover the Davy Richards story, uh, to which I responded to them, you guys report any rumor and innuendo you like, and you source other dirt sheets as your sources. But when there's actually something that's on the public record, that's been adjudicated by a court of law, you don't treat that as news? Okay. Idiots. I see you. Um, so anyway, he was retired from wrestling. And this is, what's the bigger, well, th that is the biggest individual story. But what's the bigger story from wrestling? It's like Davey Richards has him, does a wrestling school. He's been in MLW. He's, he's a really good technical wrestler. He's actually a very oh, good wrestler. People, no doubt. I mean, most people. So when I took my hiatus from wrestling, I was just sticking my nose in and out. Like most people, when they think of Ring of Honor, they think Samoa Joe. They think CM Punk. They might think Nigel McGuinness or Daniel uh, Brian Danielson. I think of Davey Richards. He's the only one I remember. Him, him and Carino and, and Jimmy Jacobs. Those are the people I remember. Because the others, they all seemed interchangeable to me. And they, and they moved around. He was always there. Um, but the point being is that he's one of like the eight people MLW had under some type of contract. He was he was an on-air talent. He was also an agent and a booker. And his wrestling school was also somewhat affiliated with MLW. Not to the extent that the factory was with with AEW. With AEW um, but he's gone. So MLW right now on their TV, they have EJ Nduka, free agent, Myron Reed, Free agent, Kaya Valkyrie, just signed with AEW, Davey Richards, no longer wrestling, and occasionally Karrion Cross, no longer, you know, obviously been in WWE now seven months. Something like that. Yeah, for sure. And it's a shame. I mean, look, he's been cancelled, let's be honest, right? I mean, that's what's happening. Well, I mean, yeah, all the indie promotions of have... I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, even though I just did. No, no, no please. Yes, he, he, because he actually said that he's cancelling himself. Oh. He used so those words. Yeah. So he's pretty much saying he's guilty of all the shit that, that's being thrown at him. Well, people like that never admit that they're guilty. He just said that well, I'm canceling myself. Like, basically, I don't want to, you know, he's, you know, he doesn't want to hear it. You know, what, what, what narcissist or, you know, everyone's the victim in their own story. Or a lot of people. Of are. course. Right. He doesn't want to hear it. So he's, you know, bravely going away. But you know what? While, it, while it's sort of cowardly and the easy way out, it's also the right thing. To, he, he should go all the way away, and he is. So I'm not going to shit on him for that. He's going away. Great. And I know there's a lot of people out there going, just because the woman says it in court doesn't mean it happens. Listen, I've been in the law business 30 years. It isn't easy to to get divested of any custody. It, it It's pretty difficult. So there had to be evidence and witnesses. It wasn't just... She said, he said. I, I, I assure no. you of that. It sucks. It's unfortunate. But, you know, it is what it is. And, yeah, look, as far as cool, even I know this, right? I mean, the, the woman always gets the, the favorable outcome, no matter what, when it involves kids, man. It's just, it is what it is, you know? Even even if the kids prefer their dad, the, the, the female always gets what they want, essentially. But it just sucks that this has Not to always. be so... I mean, no, 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 no. There are exceptions. I mean, my friend is one of them, for example. But 85% of the time, it feels like the female. No, no doubt about it. I have a friend of mine who, I mean, he got full custody of his girls and, and he's gay, which doesn't mean much now. But that, when it happened, that was 
sort of a big deal that the, 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 the homosexual male father got full custody of his girls. So it, it happens. And I would say it's not as unusual. I mean, shared custody is usually what happens. I mean, or, or, or you know, primary custody is with the mom usually, but the father usually gets every weekend, every other weekend, then Wednesday overnight. I mean, it's, it's pretty rare to get nothing. No, it's true, man. And look, for the female not to really win the outcome, they have to be really bad. Like, I mean, they have to be a junkie, like, they just don't care about their kids and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, and you've got to have evidence, obviously. Listen, but, um, it, it, in all fairness, well, you know, it, most, it is 2023, but even in 2023, for the most part, the, the, the mom is, is still the primary child, uh, you know, caretaker of, of the children. I mean, you know, and that that's just, you know, the, the way it is. It that's is that's it why is. Right. It, it's been called maternity leave until recently when we started adding paternity leave in there. But anyway, <laughs> that, that's neither here nor there. You know, so that's probably the big story of, you know, with Davy Richards. The other news, I guess, is the on-again, off-again saga of Ray Wyatt, which parallels with the sort of on-again saga of what's going on with Roxanne Perez. I will right. tell you that I think Roxanne Perez is absolutely 100% storyline. Ray, I'm not so sure. Wait, wait, wait. So you're thinking that the the Perez thing that's going on in NXT is actually storyline? Because I'm confused. I don't know what's really going on with her. What? what well, good. What are you they, hearing? I mean, we should be confused. That's when they're. That's when they tell a good story. But why would but, they do that? Like, why after she just won the belt not too long ago? Well, my guess is because they're not performing very well on TV, and they want to get okay. interest, and they want to make her the super baby face underdog they want to have the willis reed moment for those of you who aren't old enough to know the reference it's an old basketball reference willis reed was injured in, when the knicks were good and then and, and they didn't think he was coming back to the game and then in the second half came out of the locker room basically limping and led the knicks to to the win so and uh i think that was the last time the knicks won a championship probably the last time the knicks will ever win a it was the 70s wasn't it in the 70s yeah, it was like it was like 72 or something like that well 73 72 73 season i know so, so i'm not really i'm not i'm not that kind of i'm not a historian or anything um but yeah i mean first of all they did the whole stretcher sean michaels thing passing out after the, the match with mako uh, satamoro and and they've been and sean michaels has been tweeting about it and then now they say this five-person ladder match which, which is what they love to do now when when they don't have other ideas um and you know that the fifth person is going to end up being her so you know, I, I, I absolutely think that it's 100 you know, you don't, if it's real, you don't put it on TV so soon like that. When Whenever wrestlers run away for, you know, mental health reasons or something like that, they sort of bury it or, or you know, or they just say, you know, they're, they're injured and then, then it gets out that they're expected back in eight or nine months. So right. I, I'm, I'm convinced that that's absolutely storyline. Could I be wrong? Of course. And you know what? I mean, it's terrible if I'm wrong. That's not story for her, but is is it good that in wrestling there's a storyline we're not sure about and we're curious? Yeah, but with Bray Wyatt, uh, I mean, I have to be honest. I was pretty sure it was 100% real until I saw the Firefly logo insignia as a, like as a sticker during one of the e- uh, Eli L.A. Night segments when he was backstage last night on SmackDown. So, See, uh, I never noticed that, funny enough. So I'm glad you pointed that out. I actually never noticed that. I, but I've got a problem with it now that you mention it. So what's what? happening now with, with, with Bobby Lashley? Like, if this is all a work and whatnot, 
what the fuck is going on? I don't know, but I'm not so worried about that because I don't think the match with Bray Wyatt and Bobby Lashley makes any sense and would have been any good. No, and I agree with that. I agree with you 100%. We've always been saying that since it got announced. I, I think that there's plenty of interesting things they can do with Bobby Lashley, including insert him into the um, Intercontinental title match with Sheamus, Drew, I see. and... and Gunther, because what's so interesting about that? I mean, it's basically two-on-one. I know that Sheamus and Drew aren't exactly on the same side, and that could very well factor into it, but, you know, they decide to work together and then, you know, fight each other. That's not a very interesting dynamic, but you put another bruiser in there like Lashley, and all of a sudden it's like, huh, I don't know what's going to happen here. True, that's putting it out there, but how are they going to, like, get themselves out of this, though, in the first place? It's going to look sort of bad. It looks bad on Lashley looks bad on Wyatt. It looks bad on WWE in general well, with what's happening. My opinion is Especially Wyatt already... Out. Listen, unless they have a plan, you know, I think Wyatt already looks bad. I think the idea was Wyatt. that people always blame WWE booking for everything. So let them. And it's probably... And they're probably right in this case. So all you have to do with Lashley is have him go, I had a match. I didn't even understand the stupid match. I don't know <laughs> that I was... I told you I wasn't going to play kitty spooky games. I didn't... Now I don't have a WrestleMania and have him go berserk and break everything and, you know, start, you know, basically do what Charlotte and and um, Rhea did last night, except solo, just beating the shit out of everything and, and going so crazy that, you know, Adam Pierce can handle it and then maybe Triple H has to go out and go, whoa, whoa, Bobby, you're getting a match. I promise you. Let's go. We're going to make this right. And solved. Taken care of. Is it a good job? No. No. Right. Is it salvageable? Sure. All right. What about then adding, say, Wyatt and possibly LA Knight, even though he lost in that oh, match yeah. also, and make it a six-way? I know it's a bit of a clusterfuck saying that, no, but I mean... Um, right. <coughs> and you know that LA Knight's taking the pin in that. In that, I mean, I don't mind if they, if they run back LA Knight and Bray Wyatt, but have it be a real match. And you know if that, and if Wyatt wants to be more and creative, let it be that Howdy turns on him and joins with LA Knight, and that let Wyatt then disappear for a while. He can just write stories and not be on the ring. Yeah, I still it, don't like, like that. The GM or something, and like every now and then when you push the GM, like maybe the fiend comes out and and you don't fuck with him. You're like you're about to like go, you know, put your finger in his face like you do Adam Pierce, and then like lights go out and like fiend imagery goes all over the stadium, and then you're like, you know, never. Good, good call, general manager. Good call. You know, I don't know. Don't, that could don't, be interesting. Don't you feel like the Howdy Dealio right now is just already buried, man? I think it was. I think it was pretty bad the moment they used the name Uncle Howdy, and then trademarked Uncle Harper. We haven't seen a second uncle. I mean, right? It, listen, if if you are in a in a committed relationship out there, I hope that your partner looks at you and you look at your partner the way I look at Bray Wyatt and you are as forgiving and unforgiving about them and they are to you as I am about everything Bray Wyatt I'm a complete mark oh um, I understand that I, I totally get that well Actually, I'm talking also... to the audience I'm just I'm letting oh, them know that I realize that sometimes I'm going into mum and chance like contortions and moving the way a body shouldn't move to make excuses and defend Bray Wyatt so I think he's too much of an erratic genius for his own good seek Jim uh, Jim Carrey, C. Robin Williams, C. Kanye West for reference. I mean, I think that he is sort of on the borderline of 
you know, going over some deep end and hopefully he's... He's more Kanye West though right now, I feel. And <laughs> Robin Williams to an extent, for sure. Jim Carrey too. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. So I think he's a creative genius. I just think that most of his things come out as flops. But when he gets it right, it's like a grand slam. Um, sure. So I've used the M. Night Shyamalan thing. Maybe some people want to use Zack Snyder. I know people like the Snyderverse is awesome. No, it's not. Most of those movies are abysmal. But there's been a few really good Zack Snyder movies. So, you know, pick pick whatever analogy you like out there where you like the person enough because they've given you enough good things that you're willing to, to slog through the shit to get to the great stuff. That's how I went right. But I'm with everyone else now. I'm, I'm sort of, it's it's time to congeal this story. What is it? What is he? Who's Thank the you. group? Is That's he, exactly the problem. Is he going to wrestle? Is he not? What, what's the character going to be? And it's also got to get, listen, I'm perfectly fine with a character that's difficult to beat, but it's got to be a character that can be beaten without ruining the character. You bring up some good points because, uh, funny enough, when I was doing NX, uh, Next Level Podcast with The Vet, this past winter, which you can find on channelattitude.com, um, he asked me, like, who is Bray Wyatt? Like, what is Bray Wyatt? And I thought about it, right? And I'm like, actually, that's a good question, right? What the fuck is he? And really, I couldn't really answer that. Like, because really, what is he right now, Jeff? Like, I, you know what? I, he's, I mean, I think that Bray Wyatt knows exactly what he is every given moment, but I don't think he knows what he is consistently every given moment. I think in every moment he knows exactly what. What is he? I think he very much is the Wyatt Six plus the plus the Fiend plus Bray Wyatt cult leader. He he is every voice in his head. He is and like a true multiple personality disorder sufferer. That's that's what he is. And that's too complicated for wrestling. And it's too complicated for him. And I think that's why he's having trouble with Triple H or whoever the powers that may be. But let's face it. Listen, every, I know everyone thinks that Vince is the Wizard of Oz and is really running everything from behind. But if this Vince would have released Bray already. I mean, he, well, he, I he, agree. Didn't, he didn't like Bray at all. He didn't buy into this. And some, I know that there's 52% of you out there going, Vince was right again. I, I, I guess. I hear you. Um, but... I, I think that Bray needs an editor, and I'm not sure Bray does well with editors. Yeah, because he comes across as the type of guy that, like, if he doesn't like hearing something, you know, from someone else, he ain't going to run with it, and period. He's just not going to do it. And that might be why Brock rejected it, because he's like, I, I don't know what this is. I don't know how to do this. And Seth Rollins even said it on, on an interview. He, he said... You know, in the Hell in a Cell match, he's like, I didn't know how to work with I didn't know how to work with that character. Maybe that's on me. But you know what? They probably just should have let him put the mandible claw on me and let him have the title run. And we just could have moved on and I could have moved on to something else. But I didn't know how to work with that. And listen, I'm not a Seth Rollins fan, mostly because of his voice and, you know, and I <laughs> and all of this. I think he's more of an AEW Ring of Honor type wrestler than a WWE wow. type wrestler. I don't get his character either. That, is, that aside those were the truest words he ever said and seth Rollins at least knows how to work with different people and if he can figure out how to make that workable i, I dare say that there's that maybe five percent of the wrestlers out there could have um so credit and i think that's a problem and bray i'm not shit on you i love you i do i mean i <laughs> i might be your biggest fan that's not related to you by blood or marriage um <laughs> but 
something's got to give and maybe you have to listen to some people who you trust or should trust uh i don't know if that's triple h i don't know if that's paul Heyman. i, I don't know if he wants anything to do with you I, I don't know who it is but you have to listen to someone and and to tell a story you have to have a story just it can't be a meandering fever dream it can't be james joy's stream of consciousness for wrestling you want to do your own you know 12 episode seven year series on netflix by all means do it i will watch um but but not for wrestling you, you can only get so complicated for wrestling yeah and i think it goes way past people's heads especially in the wrestling sort of sphere and Especially when it saying, doesn't make any sense. It, it, right. I'm a pretty smart guy. I've read Joseph Campbell, Hero of a Thousand Faces. I, I, I've read the Yuval Harari, Sapiens. I mean, like, you know, I, I've read Dostoevsky, Tolstoy, and, you know, Dickens, and Melville. I, you know, I, you know I, I, I don't want to brag, but, you know, I understand William Gibson when he writes. I, you know, I'm not a dummy. And I, and I can only barely understand it when I view it in the light most favorable to me wanting to understand what he's doing. And I have to be honest, that's too much for me and it should be too much. It's too much for wrestling, period. Even if even if I'm wrong, even if I think I'm smart, but everyone else says, no, you're a big dummy, that's fine because you all don't like it either. And so if maybe I'm a big dummy, but you also don't think it's, either you get it and you don't think it's good or you don't get it either. Either way, it's not working for wrestling. Right on. It doesn't for me, brother. <laughs> Don't work for me, brother. Yeah, no, it's true. And, and it's an interesting conversation. We can go on and on about this the whole show. But we do need to talk about SmackDown, Jeff, as a matter of fact. And But I'm still intrigued. Was there any other news that we needed to touch on before we get in? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'll think about it while we're talking. Right. I will, I will well, con- consult my notes while we talk. But let's, let's get our ship sailing. All right, let's get into it. Because we come from Kansas City, Missouri... For SmackDown, I'm going to say this. I thought, you know, Kansas is a decent wrestling city. Don't get me wrong. But the fans were really into this show. I mean, let's be honest. They, they seem to cheer. What? Boo. Well, Kansas City, I mean, it, it's, it's, it has good. I mean, Kansas City Hourhead, I think 12th Man originated there. Maybe with the Oakland. But recently it's been Kansas City. Good baseball city too, despite their team. that was, Oh, there is some other news. The Bellas oh. are now the Garcias. Oh, yes, um, I knew that. Their right. contracts expired. Uh, and also Pat McAfee. Uh, it looks like his future oh. with SmackDown, at least regularly, is in question. I, I'm not exactly I'm sure. I'm so disappointed in that, Jeff, man. I, I thought we're getting McAfee back full-time now that he's done with college football. But apparently he's, uh, he's awaiting a, uh, his wife to have a kid. And that's also one of the reasons why he oh, can't really okay. SmackDown. Well, that, right. Oh, well, that makes sense. And then a, cute, a couple more minor things. One is good news for you. The WWD has announced that they're going to do a PLE level show in Australia. Oh, I knew that. Right. Absolutely. Right. I don't know and, what that is yet, but we'll see what happens. And AEW is discouraging its wrestlers to take what seems to be the last hour in their quiver, and they're telling them to no longer body shame and make fun of their fans for <laughs> being fat, ugly, and neck. Why? Because they're all fat, ugly, and neckbeards. Shit, man. I'm fat, I'm ugly, but who cares? Right. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, what kind of beard doesn't cover some of your neck? I mean, that, that's hardly <laughs> a beard. I mean, mo- most of us can't grow a beard with some with, with some neck involved. 
<laughs> you make me laugh, Jeff. Oh, look, he's, he's yeah, medium five says, oh, hello, guy on a love seat. See, we've reached an accord, my friend. Couch <laughs> get- out, love seat, okay. <laughs> and he also says, my beard doesn't. Interesting. Um, <laughs> well, you would have to have either a very angular face. Maybe that's it. Maybe you just have an angular face. Because, well, <laughs> he everybody it. can groom it. But if I did straight down, all it would do would accentuate that I have uh, uh, a Chinese man underneath my face named Chin. <laughs> oh, shit, man. You're a character, Jeff. Anyway, and as far as the Garcia twins, is that what we're going to call them now? The Garcia twins? Yeah. I mean, he gives a, a proud shit. member of the Bell Army. The Garcias, I'm not sure I'm down with that. <laughs> God damn it. I couldn't care less. But Media M5 says, no joke, I might look at it a love seat or a couch. Or there couch. you go, man. Hey, listen, by the way, Media M5, <laughs> I like some of your ideas in the chat about podcasts, cigars. You said cognac, I would do scotch or bourbon. But I think. I oh, think, yeah, I saw that, right. I, I think all we of We talk that, boobies here on the PWC, yeah, just quality I, media. I, I think conceptually i think that's something that we could all be down with and i think that we should talk about and maybe do a practice show and, and see how it goes but uh conceptually i <laughs> you know jimmy and i were talking we like the idea you know not that i want everybody that's in our chat and out there to become a podcaster too because then we have no listeners but <laughs> but i like i like the idea I'm, I'm down with a man show type of show what would you call it the real man's man show like in the background right now you know because, what you know, I, I will i will try to come up with something that matches pwc it fits. <laughs> well uh medium five says yes we should too much wrestling he also says we need man shit and i was doing it years before i broke my back oh and he gave up well you were cap- really. you carrying the whole gender on your shoulders <laughs> it's, exactly. it's been a hard 12 years for men not not the men are historically in a press class but you know it's it's still it's it's, it's been a rough decade or so to be a man <laughs> absolutely well jeff let's actually get into smackdown because we you know we've gone 30 minutes pretty much talking about everything else but smackdown and um Jason even though Ray we just Wyatt is 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 smackdown he's on the smackdown roster right, you're right. I mean... let's get to it Let's get to it. I mean, we already spoke a fair length about Bray Wyatt. I think this is all a shoot anyway when it comes to the Bray stuff. You but say if you talk about it, then you start talking about it. I know, I know, but I never gave my opinion. And I just want to say so one more thing. Cody. All right, fine, damn it. Damn it, pal. Anyway, Cody makes his entrance and gets on the mic, of course. He asks the crowd, Jeff, what do they want to talk about? I'm, like I said before, man, I'm starting to get sick of that line. Period. Nobody likes that line. It was, it was, Ugh. it was funny the first time because it was relevant. It's, it's not a good catch. right. It's not. It really isn't. Anyway, uh, he goes on to say the stakes have been high, and he wants to say he has the utmost respect for Roman Reigns. He thinks Roman is the greatest champion in sports and sports entertainment alike. He looks forward to seeing him in the ring, and he looks forward to beating him at WrestleMania. But he doesn't want to talk about somebody. He wants to talk to somebody, and then he calls out Kevin Owens to the ring. Then we get Kevin Owens coming to the ring. He thanks Cody and says he's pretty sure he knows what this is about, and they've been over this, and Rhodes asks him to just hear him out. Because this isn't a conversation between just the two of them, and then he calls out fucking Sami Zayn. Cody says in the spirit of the road to WrestleMania, he's going to peel the curtain back slightly. For those who don't know, he has an incredible amount of love and respect for Kevin Owens. Six or seven years ago, when he was so bold to say goodbye to WWE, he said, 
He said it with false confidence. He needed help, contact, structure, someone to have his back. And Kev introduced him to some friend who made that possible and bettered his livelihood. And he can never repay that favor, but he'd like to try right now. So since we're all here, why don't we have the conversation? Owens then says he's heard everything Zane has to say and Sammy says he hasn't heard everything Kevin has to say and it feels like through the years, friends or enemies, they've done unspeakable stuff to each other many, many times, but they always found a way to get back on the same page and he can't understand why this time he's so different. But just to cut a long story short, Cody says we're in the people-pleasing business. It doesn't matter what he wants. Sure, it's what he wants. It's what Michael Cole wants and that person wants it. Well, there goes my chips. <laughs> and then this person wants it and blah, blah, blah. So basically, KO just you know, leaves the ring and says he's done. I'm sick of this and goodbye. So you people out there don't know that him losing his chips is going to make him hungry later, which is going to cost <laughs> me three hours of waiting for him for another show. <laughs> no, well, don't blame me for that one because we'll be on channelattitude.com later on for Rampage Uncaged. Yeah, and maybe even the well, the, the Ring of Iron show won't be published that soon. Um, oh yes, but, but yeah, we're we're painfully, I mean, gleefully doing a Ring of Honor review show. We we did the first two episodes in one show, and and we have to do uh, episode three uh, shortly. Anyway, um, you know, Cody does Keith Lee much better than Keith Lee. I will say that. Um, I don't. I haven't really wanted Cody to be intermixed in this story, but once it's done, I hate that dude. It's yeah, it, it, it's done, but it did remind me a little bit about mid '80s NWA WCW when it was Dusty against the Four Horsemen, and he needed to right, right. He would like he would like find random faces to join together against the Horsemen, and it happened more than once. Like every now and then it was Sting and Luger, but every now and then it was like Ronnie Garvin, you know, Tim Horner, uh, you know, and and, and like. Uh, gorgeous jimmy garvin it would be like the, the, these randos you know or you'd have like you know ricky morton but not robert gibson it, it, and you know he's always trying to find these you know alliances until he you know finally got the, the road warriors on the side and then you know and then we know what happened well there anyway um so there was a little bit of callback there by the way hd is no friend to cody and his many 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 moles moles right and <laughs> the lines on his face which make him look like he's a like a, an old woman who got too much plastic surgery to look <laughs> oh, like a young shit. woman um but in re-listening to the promo and i did and i took a much different tact about it because I, I think this is sort of not great the, the whole story about you know because sammy has been saying the same thing and saying a lot of things and kevin has listened but i'd have to go back and listen to all the words because i know sammy said i'm sorry a bunch of times and he's been saying, we don't have to be best friends. We don't have to be best friends. But I don't know if he ever said, I miss my friend. I love you. I mean, I know he said, you used to be, we used to be brothers. But I have to listen back because it sound, if, if the promos, if Sammy's comments to Kevin and to the crowd about it were always the same, then it actually makes poignant sense. Because Kevin said, I heard everything you had to say. And he walked away. And then the scene later on makes sense. Because what he did need to hear is, you're my brother. I love you. Not I need you, but I love right, you. Right. My brother. The, I the, I want my friend back. Not I need an ally. And I and I, and and if that's it, I think it's a little too subtle for wrestling. But I I'll appreciate it. And I'm not even sure that that, that story, the, the, those words were consistently omitted. But if they were, I would look back on this in a more favorable light. 
Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Like, that's all he needed to hear the whole fucking time. But instead, we got that later on when Kevin Owens was ready to leave the building, which apparently he did. Uh, this makes me laugh, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, says it had to be more than Gibson was looking in different direction, punching air. <laughs> Sean made it work. Gibson- <laughs> Medium Five's a fucking character, man. I'll I'll, I'll give him that. Um, but anyway, back to to this. First of all, I hated Cody being the mediator here. It, it really is like he's corporate Cody. Whatever the fuck he is, he's, he comes across as fake. Unbugsman, how's that? Happy. That's great. But he's just so fake, man. And that's what's annoying to me. Like it doesn't come out as genuine. You know what I mean? He just he's corporate Cody, like you said. But. I'm happy for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and we'll get to that, even though we knew it was going to happen. And I still don't like the fact that they're going for the undisputed championships, which they will, but it is what it is. So whatever. Yeah. You know, it is what, it, but like well, I said, there's a reason why my, what is this called? The headline underneath or the underscore? It says uh, quick yes. stand to WrestleMania. It's just right. like, as we were talking about Smack Attack, WrestleMania, this is when you're supposed to go on the on-ramp. This is uh, John Sinister Minister said this. Yeah, you yeah. accelerate on the on-ramp to get onto the, the mega highway that is WrestleMania. And it really feels like they've slowed everything down and everything's in slow motion. I described it as like when you're in a pool and you're walking in like two and a half or three feet of water. I mean, you can move forward, but it's not the same. And I feel like recently it hasn't hit the same. Like every now and then there's a cannonball. Uh, you know, like like a couple of weeks ago with the scene with 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 Sammy and all of that, I thought that that was really good. Um, and Jey Uso with the super kick, right? We we got the ending we wanted, we got the pop, but getting there, I, this whole show I sort of felt was like sort of in quicksand. But it did advance WrestleMania, but not s- sort of like three matches were solidified. One of them I don't understand. Um, like it's getting us there, but. I feel like it's getting us there like in a, in a it's like the MCU now like all of these movies suck now but I still want to see MCU Secret Wars like I still want to see <laughs> Avengers Secret I want to get I want to see the freaking X-Men again and I want to see a new Fantastic Four I just I just don't feel like I need to go through all this you know pretend Wakanda Forever was good and Quantumania and Thor Love and Thunder and, and all, all of this other shite and I'm already sick of Kang, and I haven't even seen the Quantumania movie yet. And I don't know. I just feel like, you know, it's one of those. I, you know, I know where it's going to go. I want to get there. I want to see what's going to happen. But it's starting to feel a little tedious. I agree. And me and I've said before, get out of your suits. No common man who is struggling can afford a, a 5K suit. But technically, you're right, but he's not really the common man. Yeah, that's his dad. He's not the common man. Right. He's not pretending. He's... He's corporate Cody. He's cor- he's right, right. he's board of directors. He's he's executive vice president, corporate spokesman Cody. I I I, I think this role suits him because he's sort of a dull guy. <laughs> uh, listen, for the love of all of the gods, old and new, I will be watching Quantumania, but I assure you, it will be on Disney Plus, <laughs> which I already <laughs> paid for. So it, I, I'm certainly not buying tickets. Oh, there you go. And I'm sure I'll be watching it in a double header with Shazam Fists of Fury, which will be on which will be on uh, HBO Max the same day for free. <laughs> oh well anyway, let's move on from this segment. Let's go to the next matchup between Judgment Day and Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley 
versus Legado del Fantasma in Santos Escobar and Zelina Vega in a mixed tag team match. And uh, I'm sorry, man. I'm a fan of Legado. But uh, I'm sorry. They're losers, dude. They're, they're straight up losers. And Rhea was so carrying the interaction between herself and Zelina Vega because Zelina just sucks in the ring, dude. As good as yeah, she, she looks today, great. Um, Absolutely. I, you know, I know that we talked a little way too much about other things in the beginning, so I want to speed up my thoughts. The thing about Legada, which is weird, is they had that big moment with Ray and Santos with the masks. And so they turned Legato face. They were losers as heels. Usually when you have a change of attitude, it also changes your fortunes. So you turn heel, you start winning. You turn face, you start winning. They're still losing. So, I, you know, it, it, it's sort of pointless. It, it, it's just because they didn't know what else to do with Ray. I don't, I don't know why they couldn't have done the same thing with Los Lotharios. I know they shifted them to Raw, but they haven't been on Raw yet. So I, I, I don't know. And I don't know why it has to be Latin, a Latin team either. They, they could have done it with uh, anyone. There's no, there's no reason you have to have – well, I guess, you know, I – right now you hear me tripping over myself because I'm thinking, well, you couldn't do the luchador mask thing with, with you know, non-Latino wrestlers and non-Mexican wrestlers specifically. But then like, but you didn't have to do the trading of the masks now. You could you could, you could have waited for that later when it would have made a difference. Maybe, you know, Ray joins Legato. Maybe mm. Joaquim and, and, and uh, De La Cruz get, get jealous of that. And, and then you have a little feud there. You have like a, you know, sort of a mini feud. I, I don't know, but you're right. The, the, this is not doing anything for Legado except putting Santos and Zelina on TV, but the other two guys weren't even there. <laughs> and it's a shame because the other two guys are good talents, man. You know what I mean? Joaquin Wald and uh, what was the other one again? Because they changed his name. Cruz de la Toro. That's it. Cruz de la Toro. Or, or, um, or, or something de la Cruz. I... <laughs> whatever, man. They changed his name. But uh, like Medium 5 says in the chat, Legado is turning into the token Mexicans to take on other shit involving Mexicans. And he also agrees with you. Yeah, well, good. You know I mean, mean? And I've been saying this. I've been saying this week in, week out, Jeff. They're losers. And you guys were shitting on me the last two weeks about how, no, they're setting up for something positive. I say well, bullshit. I mean, well, they may still no be setting up for something positive. I mean, I do believe that you take turns, but I don't think that the face, you don't do a face turn and not change fortunes. It makes zero sense. Just to show we respect Ray. Big fucking deal. A lot of people respect Ray. I guess it's better than Edge, you know, because he doesn't need to be on both shows. Anyway, we're going on too long about uh, about this, but I generally agree with everyone. Says, but folks, Jimmy and I and Chris and everyone at the PWC, we're pretty smart about wrestling. We're not always right, but we're often right, or no. at least or at least we, we're when we're right, wrong, yeah. we have a reason Maybe. for it. We, we explain our thought process. We, we, we don't just say, well, fucking this sucks, and this is the fucking way it needs to be, and God, oh, fucking no. everyone hates, fucking hates it, you know? You know, we at least give you our thought process. No, 100% agree, man. 100%. Uh, Tell your friends. I mean, this is the place to be if you want if you want intelligent and interesting wrestling and miscellaneous talk. Well, uh, many of us think Mexico's 2.0. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, that, that's, that's pretty bad. I mean, if they start coming out with lawnmowers, then <laughs> yeah, have got a problem. <laughs> Yeah, that's a. I mean, but this is the, the thing. I, I I mean, I had this uh, not argument, but conversation with Mish. Shout out to Mish from Russian Soup. Months ago, he he said when he sees Santos Escobar, he sees a future world champion. I'm like, they're way Oof. too small to be future world champion. I'm Oof. like, I think Intercontinental Championship 
is is his ceiling. And you don't know how small these guys are going to look on the main roster. And you still don't because you have him with Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio. But, you know, you put him next to Karrion Cross, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre. You know, even the match with Walter, he, he, he looked undersized. But they worked together, so they worked well. And I'm not saying that Santos can't do it on his own. But the other two guys, I mean, they, they look more like the Bollywood boys than they look like AOP. <laughs> I'm laughing because in the chat, future world champ of what? Turning a wrench? <laughs> you need that <laughs> You do, actually. <laughs> Just saying. Your are one of those, you know, where you have different sizes and you put different heads on, <laughs> the adjustable ones. And look, man. Oh, I, that's, I'm, a, I'm that's, that's, that's like a wrench. That's a <laughs> and he said, well, he said yes. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but uh, what I wanted to say, look, I'm a fan of... Never started, Legata. never drove a lawnmower in my life. Uh, I don't think I have either. But anyway, I have used one, but not drove one. But anyway, um, I, I am a f- fools, though. I mean, I'm not really <laughs> yeah. sure what country they were from. <laughs> well, anyway, I do like Legado del Fantasma. I do like Santos Escobar. But like like both of you guys are saying, including Medium 5 in the chat, the guy is way too small, right? And I don't know what Mish is thinking about future world champion. Please, come on, Mish. I mean, shit. Um, look, at the end of the day, I see belt, no doubt. World Championship, no chance in hell. And um, right now, they need to start doing something with him because it's just falling flat. The other two guys aren't doing anything. Do you this remember guy years is, ago where we did what? two outside interference shows where we talked about how to improve, one year, was right? how to improve WWE and how to improve AEW, which I right. recommend everyone listen to those shows, find them. Because they were, we sort of dig deep now. Yes, we did. We did like twelve to fourteen points for each promotion as to how to improve themselves. And one of my points was bring back the cruiserweight title. There was no reason to retire, and that gives you something for people like Santos Escobar and Ricochet and Carmelo Hayes and and Pac wouldn't have had to leave and Buddy Matthews would have had something. You you have a lot of undersized guys who are really good wrestlers and make it feel important. And every now and then, one of them can. When they when they get really over with the crowd, then they can break out into one of the, you know challenge for the heavyweight title or one of the other titles and hold two titles or or you know win it and then they have to surrender it and then you have a tournament for it or whatever. But you know they 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 need something for for the smaller guys. Yeah, I mean at this point you're right, but the only problem is WWE have never been able to sort of uh, get the little guys over other than Rey Mysterio. Well, they made the guy say purple to, to start. <laughs> That's a fair point. I mean, I she, mean what, what, is the, what, what wrestling belt is purple? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking with that. I mean, what, what, what were they thinking? I guess because the, of the, the show. Title? Was, it, well, was that the Quincy Elliott title? I'm assuming that WWE, they love their marketing bullshit, and I'm was sure the, they were doing that because of the Lakers Live being purple. Could be. Could be. Who knows? I mean, shit. But it's true. You're right. I, it was the ugliest belt. Just like the twenty four seven belt should have been called the TikTok belt. In my don't, opinion. don't even mention twenty four seven belt. They make them just, just, just. I mean, no, I don't want it. No, bring no. fucking scripts back for God's sake. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that shit. I can't believe I had to watch NXT this past week. Damn it. Uh-huh. God damn it. Well, anyway, Listen, no, nobody, no, nobody asks me. They tell me. They say we think you're one of the best, but they don't call me. Maybe I'm too good. Well, I mean, shit. I saw it fifteen hours late. By the way. So, you know, I wasn't on yeah, Twitter but for, for you, a couple that's of days. Early. 
No, yeah, but seriously, I mean, we've done it a day later. If I saw that earlier, I would have been like, hell yeah, but uh, but whatever. Anyway, let's move on. Did I mention, though, that uh, Judgment Day ends up winning by pinfall via the riptide from Rhea Ripley onto Zelina Vega? And like I said, Rhea was carrying Zelina's ass the whole way, but Zelina did look good, at least. Anyway, post-match, Mysterio gets on the mic and says he just wanted to come back here and say, your WWE Hall of Famer is nothing but a disrespectful uh deadbeat dad and when i say mysterio i'm talking about dom he was never there through all those sleepless nights and at the end of the day Rey mysterio then appears on the tron as he was saying that walking with his hands on his hips and a stern expression on his face to send us to a break but as we come back from the break mysterio makes his entrance dominic gets on the mic surprised that ray actually showed up given how many nights he went without a father mysterio the elder then asked rhea ripley for a moment alone with his son and she takes a step back mysterio and the younger one asked where ray was when he needed him before accusing him of being so selfish as to take away his wrestlemania moment because he's scared and there's something don wants to get off his chest which is that ray is just a piece of shh then his dad cuts him off that's new and it, <laughs> yeah and then he doesn't and then he hasn't been the best father He's missed birthdays, Christmases, graduations, football games, but that doesn't take away his love for his son. And he still loves Dominic, and whenever he believes him or not, he is his world, but soon he's going to find out that this business is selfish. Yeah, and that don't, he's Don't forget the most important line. He said, what about all the fancy cars? What about all the brands, the Louis, well, the I'm Gucci, get to that. the Armani? I'm get to that. I mean, right. listen, not, not everyone makes tens of millions of dollars doing crypto scams. Some people have to work for it. And yes, something has to get sacrificed. So Dominic, you, you selfish little prick. That, that, that's, a, that's what happens. Your entire life is set up because of that guy. And he said, a, a if you five don't, you're going to... A 345 pound wrestler has had a 30 year career and, and is a legend and universally respected. You know, you just just take pride in that. Yeah, you lost part of your childhood, which I don't believe anyway, because there are probably nine thousand oh, uncles on. and aunts around you. You little fuck. <laughs> you little twat. Oh no, I got fined. Oh twat. Oh, yeah, apparently that's true. That's ridiculous, bro. Mm -hmm. That is. That's just another term for saying pussy, man. That's all that is. Well, I mean, you get. You would definitely get fined for saying pussy unless there's actually a cat there. Yeah. But, well. <laughs> but. Well, then what about fucking Moxley with all the F-bombs and fucking and all the others that drop F-bombs? Come on, man. I'm pretty sure that they all got fined too, except Paige is the only, it's Soraya, is the only one who would complain about it on Twitter right away. Because oh, she complains man. about everything. One day she says she says that the Bellas were in prison. The next day when they're like, how come they're running Soraya's uh, um, documentary on A&E or whatever it is, or Peacock? She's like, I'm so proud of everything I did there. I love celebrating with my AEW family. I love being able to celebrate with my WWE family. I mean, she, she, she's like bipolar. <laughs> Maybe yeah, she's definitely I, bipolar. I don't know if that would have been the appropriate time to, to say that. Oh, God. We need Conehead to come in at Mania and say, Dom, I am your father. No, but we do need him to come <laughs> in at some place and say, Olale, arriva la raza. That'll be a cool and, moment for me, but will people remember it? Fathers and sons should not be fighting each other. Fathers and sons should unite, and this and maybe it will happen in around eleven months from now. <laughs> we'll see right if that actually Ray happens. Retires. I doubt it. <laughs> well, well. Anyway, I will say this about this segment though: the fans were really into this, dude. 
I mean, honestly, and I know you guys don't agree. Maybe you do now, but I'm going to say it again. Dom is nowhere near as bad as what you or John or even Chris make out. He is because he's not that bad, dude. As a matter of fact, he's not going to end up in NXT. He's, no, he's not, not going to. It's too late for that. No, it's but, way too late for that. And I don't think yeah. he even needs it. I mean, I think he carries himself very well. I've been saying for two months that Dom works very well, or longer than that, that Dom works very well in this role, in this character. Whether he's improved or is good or not is going to depend when this ends because the story with Ray is going to end and the story with Mommy is going to end. And then we right. have to see, is Dom any good without Mommy and and antagonizing Ray. And I feel that Dom will be back to Dom. And being around Damien and Finn or whoever he's around the time won't matter at that point because the whole thing was the whole thing was about Rhea and she makes it interesting and finding his father makes it interesting, but there's no other feud where Dominic would be interesting in it. Actually this is a good point. Medium five says Dom resembles more Conan or Eddie than Ray at the moment gear wise. Yeah, Max Moon. He reminds me of Max Moon a little bit, speaking of Conan. Well, he also <laughs> resembles uh, any Power Ranger more than either of them gear Or a Stormtrooper from... <laughs> a Stormtrooper, actually, that's, that's a decent one. But I will say this. I disagree with you, and I'll tell you why. I think he needs to stay with Judgment Day, first of all, right? Just to be the antagonist of the group, you know what I mean? Um, I can see him being like a little shit with whoever he decides to pick on, man, as long as he stays heel. Because I can just see him poking the bear of whoever his next opponent is going to be. Him still yeah, talking they, shit on the mic. They already I mean, have why Austin not? Theory and Logan Paul doing that. He's different to Austin Theory, though. And so what? I mean, He's only different day. because it's his father. And because he's got a, a, an Amazon behind him smiling evilly like a hyena. He ate the Joker. True. I'm just... But listen, let's see. We'll, we'll see. We'll, uh, we will find out in probably under under a full season if not under a, a full month what 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 dominic feels like without one or both of those elements i think wb is very high on him put it that way i would agree they're very high on i mean <laughs> tony khan kind of high <laughs> i don't know about that high but uh i will say this I, I, I truly think he's going to be okay, man. Like, put it that way. Know, and better like, 50 times now. Let's move on. And, and I'm going to say this. He's more over than than Hook, than fucking um, any of the younger... Like, even Jungle Boy. I, I think he's above those guys, dude. And I love Hook. Listen, I don't like Hook. I don't like Jungle Boy. So you, you, don't, you don't have to convince me anything there. I, I will just... So it's hard to say he's better than them when I think that they stink and they're nothing... Also, but I will say this about them. They have survived more than one story being the same and still being over. He's only thrived in one story. Fair enough. We'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. Like you said, I, I still think I'm confident in you, man. I will I'm, I'm in my 50s, so I will watch it till the day I die, which at this point has to be until I'm 77 so that the I see the asteroid hit the Earth. Apophis. <laughs> so... So I'm going to be watching wrestling at least another 23 years. So do I want there to be an interesting Dominic on my television screen? Yes, I want interesting characters. I hope you're right. I just don't see it. I just don't. I just don't see any there. There. This is all smoke and mirrors, and the smoke is Rhea, and the mirror is Ray. All right, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But anyway, let's move on to the next match. 
It is Emma and Tegan Knox versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez in a WrestleMania showcase, showcase qualifying match, which I still don't understand what the fuck qualify that is. Qualify for what? A WrestleMania showcase qualifying match. What's Are they going like, to do the showcase showdown on, on Wheel of Four on uh, Price is Right? I, I have no fucking clue. It should be. But I have no fucking clue. It should be a showcase of uh, Playboy or something. And so this is to get them to get these teams, which, by the way, didn't both of these women team successfully with Tegan Knox, like within the last two months? Uh, I think so. But and that shows how much teamed, I care. Has she ever teamed with Emma? No, I believe and not. Has Emma not. won a match since she's been back? I don't think she has. Okay. So <laughs> this qualifying match has qualified Liv and Raquel for what exactly? I don't know what it is yet, but apparently it's a WrestleMania showcase match. Now, Whatever what the I fuck saw, that is, I have no clue. What I what I think I saw is that it's going to be a fatal four-way match at WrestleMania. So what, but this what is, is this match. fatal four-way for? I mean, I presume that the winner of the fatal four-way will be the number one contenders for the WWE Women's Tag Team title. Then fucking but, say so. Right, not, not fucking say right. so and say so before this match starts right because this makes is... no fucking sense. and you know what? when they're all the time that they show us seth rollins 12 times a show and and the bloodline repeating themselves couldn't they have like shown us segments of women's teams and other teams like you know the men trying to lobby to get on wrestlemania the women trying to decide right. who's on their team who's like conversations as to forming a team as to why they're the, the the best combination you know raquel being like no i'm a star i i want to go for the the, the solo title I go well you can't do that at wrestlemania so you know you want you want gold now or not you know just, just have conversation we worked well together remember raquel we were on a pretty good hot streak <laughs> yeah but then you wanted to be a solo star and you were you you were wrestling like you know a, a crazy person I know, but I, I've, you know, they, they just, you know, they, this, this felt very AW to me, which. Oh, very AW. As a matter of fact, all these women suck in my book and I couldn't care less about either one of them, including Emma. I don't care but, if she's from my hometown or not. And, and, and media right and five says the crowd couldn't care less. And, and why would they? Cause they don't know what the purpose of this match was either. I'm not sure that knowing the purpose of it would have made any difference, but at least if they knew that there were some stakes and what those stakes were for. Yeah. Hopefully it's an actual stake, Jeff. That's Ooh. what type of stakes I want. Hold on, I'm <laughs> I have a lot of leftover Chinese food, but now I want to stay. Oh, damn it. I, I ate some bad Chinese food a couple of weeks ago. There's no such thing. Actually, there is totally such oh, a thing. Oh, trust me, saying. there is. Yeah, no, there's, I, I take that back. There's, but actually, <laughs> I'm convinced that seven out of ten Chinese takeout places don't even make food. They're just money laundering. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me, actually. Anyway, couldn't care less about that match and whatever it's building to. And if it is a tag match, say so. <laughs> That's it. Agreed. Stop fucking over-fucking-complicating shit. But anyway, let's go back to the next segment because... We get Cha-Cha in the ring wearing the most ugliest yellow fluoro onesie, whatever the fuck it was ever, man. What was she thinking, Jeff? I think she was going to be in the remake of the movie Tron. <laughs> she did look sort of very futuristic, right? I mean, <laughs> Not trans, Tron. <laughs> Are you sure it's not trans? I mean... <laughs> no, I, I am sure, but, but, but the uh... only bits I trust Andrade... But uh, HD, <laughs> I said it wasn't kind to Cody. It wasn't kind to Charlotte either. 
Imagine in 4K. Oof. I, I, I don't want to imagine. You know, <laughs> I'll never forget when we first got HD high resolution and Hattie and Hannity and Combs was on and I was still watching Fox and I. Combs, right. basically, his face looks like the surface of the moon. Uh, <laughs> you know, and you didn't, you could tell he had bad skin, uh... but in HD, like all of a sudden it was like, ah, I'm never watching that show again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, many of us, just before we continue, Liv belongs in the V movie remakes. She looks like a reptile and corky. I'm all for V remakes, so I, I'm, I'm totally for that. <laughs> Why was Charlotte dressed like Woodstock from a Sneopy? Well, I think she means Snoopy. I, I didn't think she looked oh. anything like Woodstock. I mean, literally, I thought she like was going to be in Tron or maybe like like for like maybe the Ukrainian bobsled team. <laughs> maybe i mean she was yellow after all but it was too flu yeah true but anyway it was ugly and anyway let's just go back to this though and let's talk about this uh build to the match i'm not even going to get into what was said i don't really want to get into it it doesn't really matter the point is they Charles finally started building two it's, mania. Not, it's not good no she sucks dude absolutely snoopy right that's more like it um yeah no she sucks as a baby face heck i dare say jeff what has she done for that smackdown women's championship since she's gotten it nothing well what was anyone doing for it i mean she's she's been the most credible champion i mean ronda sucked as the champion Liv sucked as the champion but i dare say did she suck as bad as charlotte does right now being champion yeah listen a title always looks natural on charlotte and true listen I know people are saying this isn't long-term storytelling, but it is. The whole reason Rhea right. lost was that Triple H says, wait until the story completes. Then Triple H had a heart attack. Then he got fired. Then he got rehired. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to give a pass on the length of this. This is what was supposed to happen. Rhea was supposed to get her revenge on Charlotte, probably as a face, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's not a double turn here because people love Rhea, especially after the Royal Rumble. And again, then she's, you know, one way or another, Dominic either has to come to, to SmackDown or, you know, or they don't turn her, which makes is going to make no sense because the crowd's going to be behind her anyway because because she's a badass and she went a an hour and 13 minutes or whatever in the Royal Rumble. Right. Yeah, is going to get her revenge. Now, if she doesn't and Charlotte still comes out of that with the title uh, and there's, you know, <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's that's going to that be bad. Wow. No, they can't go that way. Surely they can't go that way. If they do, like you said, wow. I mean, yeah, that's unless ridiculous. Unless a double turn and then she wins it at SummerSlam. Okay, I'm cool with that. But then it makes her Royal Rumble victory just seem not in void. You know I what agree. I'm saying? Well, I don't know it makes it all in void, but I agree. It's it's a long way to get to the story and, and not everything should have. It's already been a long way. Well, that's true too. That, that, that I agree with 100%. Well anyway whatever um at least we did finally get a proper build i'll say that but is it too little too late i don't know but i didn't mind it we'll see it was a good bra uh, it was, it was, was so great. sloppy no. that it almost looked like a real girl bar fight yeah no 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 for real i mean uh we had tossed fucking charlotte over the guardrail like like nothing dude and it, they get those guards pretty stiff no, for sure. I, no, no, no. It was good for what it was. I just don't. I don't understand why it took this long to get to this point. That's all. But like you said in your header, uh, WrestleMania or quick stand to WrestleMania. Let's let's rush it along, right now. As you let's know, do it. as they should. Absolutely. Well, next we get LA Knight versus Xavier Woods. 
fuck, I don't know why LA Knight loses again, but he does to <laughs> by pinfall via a small package. I'm going to call it a small package, not this Excellent. backwards bullshit. Or backwards, right. Um, the only thing I want to add to this is that the way this match developed, because LA Knight walked in on Xavier Woods and Madcap Moss right. playing video games. I get it. The video game is coming out. They want to promote it. Um, and and LA Knight was losing in the video game, so he's mad about this. But Xavier Woods nor Matt Cat Moss have matches at WrestleMania right now. Why are they playing video games during SmackDown instead of lobbying to Adam Pierce for matches and why they should be on WrestleMania? Everybody should be doing that, not sitting in the back playing video games. They, they should all be trying to convince Adam Pierce why they should be on WrestleMania and how to get to WrestleMania. I thought this was really dopey. It was dopey. As a matter of fact, clearly they don't have any aspirations to be on Mania. So why should they? I mean, listen, I mean, Matt Cat Moss day- is probably smart that the less people see him, you know, he can be like Bo Dallas and, and not be released for three years and stay <laughs> hidden. Dude, look at him. He's just a plain Jane. I mean, his hairstyle, everything is just... He, he absolutely looks like if you got a wrestling video game from like a no like a generic wrestling game from not an actual promotion, and there was like your standard wrestler, it would look exactly like him. Hey, he's just nothing, man. And and him and his missus, whatever you want to call her, they just got no chemistry either together, man. They're so- on camera chemistry. They, I dare say they're worse than Becky and Seth on camera. Yeah, they're pretty awkward too. That's true, man. Yeah. And they are much worse than them two, no doubt about it, for sure, man. I agree. It's like anyway, zero. Like, you told me, and I didn't know that they were a couple in real life. I would not believe you. Go, how could those two possibly be? And if they do have on off camera chemistry, why don't they act like it? Like just just try to grab the best brass ring by the balls. Be yourself. <laughs> show, show why you're an actual couple. Do do go off script and show people that you're interesting. I think they. I don't want to say embarrassed, but it's almost like you know when you when you're in high school and. You know, you hook up with a chick, maybe it wasn't like, you know, the best chick or whatever. And you don't want everyone to like <laughs> know what's going on type of thing, even though everyone sort of knows. That's what I feel like them two are like. Well, that's weird because like he's sort of like an Adonis. And, you know, while right. I don't think she's the hottest woman in wrestling, in the real world, she's a solid nine. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I have no doubt. Even though, yeah, she's not really I mean, my type. TV, but she's still probably, you know, she's she's a TV star six and a half or whatever, but that's TV star. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one too many broken noses to be fair, right, Jeff? I mean, yeah, come she's on. got a butter chin also. And that too. And she talks like an idiot, let's be honest. Well, she's Australian. She can't help that. She's not Australian. <laughs> what is she? <laughs> Irish. Emma? Oh, you're talking about Emma. Oh, well, I was talking about fucking, uh, what's it called? Oh, yeah, Emma sucks. Don't worry about Emma, dude. I'm talking about Emma all this time. I was talking about Becky. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Not on SmackDown. True, but we're talking about Seth Rollins and Becky. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's just a comparison. We're still talking about Emma. Never mind. Next segment. Well, Emma sucks anyway. That's, 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 you know, the bottom line. I did say Emma was much better. PWC. She sucks penis. Ah, wow. (laughs) (laughs) She's sucking the wrong penis, let's be honest. But uh, anyway. Let's go to the next matchup. Uh, well, actually, before that, it's we get uh, a hype reel about Great Muta's induction into this year's cool. WWE Hall of Fame class, the Great Muta. It's funny how oh. they, they mentioned that the Nature Boy Ric Flair introduced him, but they, they didn't even show him. True. That's true. They didn't. No, they, they showed Muta, but that's it. Yeah, that's. I, I don't think they're totally over 
Flair's bullshit that that I'm happened fine. last year. I'm so fine with that. Um, and then the LA Knight backstage, you know, t- yes. talking to Ray Mysterio how he'll beat up his kids. He'll be LA Mysterio, which I think was funny because it's like Johnny. That Impact was funny, right? Right. You know, Sammy Uso. You know, all, all of that. And then Ray popped him. So you know, I guess we're I guess we're gonna have a a make a match for next week where LA Knight again will lose or or Fucking maybe get his first man. win due to Dominic or whatever. But I don't. Know. I hope it, that happens. That would be good, but I doubt it. Listen. LA Knight is the most over guy I've ever seen with that loses every week, which is, listen, if you can still be over and people don't care about seeing you lose, that's great. Because when you start winning, that's when you have the crowd. No, I agree. That's what a star does. And, you know, he's the only one. Baron Corbin, nobody cares. Dolph Ziggler, nobody cares. Elias, nobody cares. The Miz, nobody cares anymore. You know, there's a whole host of people uh, who lose, lose, lose. Nobody cares. But LA Knight, Miz, still care about him. With the Miz, though, at least they still react to him. He knows how to get a Cross, reaction. Like, you know, when my hand goes up, yo, no one cares about Cross. Yeah, but that's just, that's just that's just people liking to cheer, chant along with something that, that's familiar. Right, but the other guys don't have anything like that to actually at least do that. At least the Miz is self-aware, you know what I mean? So enough, it is but, what but it is. He, yeah, but if he, if he just came in and said awesome and kept losing nobody cares when he just does a match they they'll, they'll play along with Miz tv but uh anyway so i you know he's a, he's i, I just right think spot. they capitalize on la night like after wrestlemania they have to change this for and like i said i have predicted la night will win money in the bank which is a perfect gimmick for a guy like him oh perfect but i hope i hope you're right man I, i'm still indifferent i don't know yet see i don't know where this is leading to right now with la night that's the problem. Like, doing, are they going to make a story out of him being a loser? Is he going to acknowledge the fact that he's hasn't won a match? I don't know. We'll find See, out. That's but, right. We'll, but, but right now, he's not important enough a player to do it. It's just it's cool that the crowd still pops when he comes out. They like they like saying yeah, and he looks like a million bucks. He talks like a million bucks, and shit, he's got abs too right now, dude. Well, he's always been a great shape, but. But anyway, he's he's a, he's a background player right now. It's it's not his story right now. That's another new buzzword in professional wrestling. It's not his story right now. Yeah, but anyway, true with WWE's been this way for like five or six years. That people take turns. That like one year it's not your story, the next year it is your story. One year you spend losing, roughly, give or take a few months. The next year you mostly win, so, give or take a few months. So what is this? His initiation again? Yeah, I guess sort of. God. Whatever, man. It is what it is. I hate how WWE do that, but they've had a history of doing that, like you said. Uh, whatever, though, man. It is what it is. Uh, let's go to the main event. Well, kind of. It's the main event. Well, it's the last match of the show, anyway. And it's Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus for the WWE Intercontinental, Intercontinental Championship number one contenders match. And um, I'm not going to lie. At first, I wasn't really feeling the match, but it picked up later on. But basically, the match ends up going to a no contest thanks to Imperium, and uh, which is dumb because it makes Imperium look stupid. In particular, Gunther. I mean, why would he do this when it's so obvious what would have happened, you know, under these circumstances by him interfering the match? So now we've got a three way. As I said last week, I said this is exactly what's going to happen, and then we're going to get a three a three way. So can you can you count double DQ uh, or or right. a draw? Uh, which is in essence the same thing. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I thought the match started out slow but picked up. I, I, 
I immediately knew something stupid was going to happen when Imperium were watching the entire match from ringside as opposed to the back. And I thought the ref was exceptionally stupid when the bro kick and the claymore hit simultaneously and they were both out. He counts to eight and Gunter comes up and he's like, hey, hey, you can't do this. You, you, you got to let me do much. And he's talking to him for like two and a half minutes. It's like he couldn't count nine, ten during that time. That would have made so much more sense instead of the double DQ. I mean, what, what's the difference? We all saw that they they couldn't get to their feet to the count of 10. And then it would have made sense if he counted to 10, double DQ. And then Gunther and Imperium came out. No one's worthy. Let's beat them up. And, you know, right. and, it, and it's not hard because you can still go with that three-way by having that sort of ending, right? But right. for whatever reason, they haven't thought that far ahead, I guess. Right. So, yeah, I, you know. We all knew it was going to go this way. We all knew it was it was reported as a fatal three-way, you know, probably six, seven months ago by all sources. So we all pretty much knew that. Everyone was trying to talk us into other things. I remember everyone saying, oh, you're so dumb for thinking that it's going to be Brock Lesnar versus Gunter. Well, I guess we weren't so dumb. Uh, yeah, exactly. I was just going to say, right. Um, but this, you know, again, this, this was the right ending, but it was anticlimactic. It was, it was sort of stupidly booked and if if we already know the end result you should at least make it good and they they didn't make it good this was a this again that this this felt like it was booking in quicksand so you think that Sheamus is going to win the championship right i assume i hope Sheamus is going to win the championship i mean i hate to say this because i support him but but the only one who absolutely shouldn't win is drew it should either be Sheamus or gunter retains I actually think that it will be Gunther retaining and Sheamus will win, say, at SummerSlam. I'd be okay with that too. But then he's got to win a feud against Drew to get there. Or someone important. Yeah, no, fair point. Fair point. But uh, right now, I just think Gunther should not lose the championship. And yeah, and you're right. And if he does retain... It'll be 10 months by WrestleMania. But let's be honest, I mean... Who's really that worthy? I'd rather see a program with just himself and Sheamus where it'll feel like a bigger deal with Sheamus actually getting that belt over Gunther and not have a three-way. Except that it protects Gunther and keeps him, but... Right. I I don't know. Look, you're probably right. You're probably right. But see, who eats the pin? Drew? Yeah. That's why I don't see... Hmm. He does it for his best friend, you know, and 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 that behind the curtain protects him. Good guy, Drew. You know he he's right, not right. Jared. He's not Cody. He's not Cena. You know he you know he's not Hogan. He he he'll he'll, he'll take he'll take L's. Um, you know for his best friend. Okay, I, I see that. But yeah, no, you're probably right. They probably yeah. will. No, drop probably it. wrong. Drew's probably gonna be the one who wins. <laughs> no, God, no. Come if it was on. Vince, it would definitely be Drew. But no, I I I. I Listen, I just don't know how many moments we're getting at WrestleMania and right now. I see. I know that's why I'm iffy, Jeff. That's the thing. That's why I'm a bit skeptical because, like you just said, if we think, for example, Cody wins, right? Just say, uh-huh. even though I'm not 100 percent certain that's going to happen, and then you we know, have, I'm, you know, I'm the 90 percent certain. Right, me too, me too. But then you got KO and Sammy, right? Surely they're going to get the tag, the undisputed yeah, tag belt. I'm 99 percent certain on that one. Rhea Ripley getting the SmackDown Women's Champion. I'm not 100. I'm, I'm like 60. I'm like 68. You know, two thirds. Sure. But see, Rhea deserves it. Of everyone right now, Rhea really deserves to get that I'm, that championship. I'm, I'm just giving you. I'm not telling you what I want to have. I'm just giving you my certainty. Right, right. Well, and this is I actually want Oscar to beat Bianca. 
see, there's just too many baby faces getting wins here, which is well, a bit... Oscar's a heel if if we haven't noticed, is and she... Rhea's a heel too. Yeah, but like you said, I think there'll be a switcheroo. There might be a switcheroo, but but going in, you know, isn't there's still a heel. Anyway, I don't but if you're going to have all titles change, well, we the women's tag team titles right now are not on the card. They'll um, be on the pre-show. No, no. I mean they're in a six person match right now. So they're they're not gonna work two nights in a row, I don't think. I, okay. I'm not sure this is gonna stay the the women's situation is gonna stay the way it is. But nevertheless, if you're gonna have one show where all titles change hands, shouldn't it be WrestleMania? I guess, and really, is there anything wrong with all the titles changing hands? No. no. Right. I don't you're know why have, there's a perception that that shouldn't happen on pay-per-views. You're going to 120,000 people there between the, the, the two nights of WrestleMania, you know, paid attendance, plus I'm sure they'll have another 20,000, you know, unpaid people in the arenas. And I think they probably people. hope to get 5 to 10 million people watching each night on Peacock. I mean, why not change wow, all that? Why not that. make it exciting as possible to grow your audience of casuals, hopefully, and get and get people invested going forward to get you know to to ride on this momentum that right now they're stepping on their own cape, um, right. you know to pick it back up. I mean, you know if you're not pushing the accelerator before WrestleMania, you may as well push it at WrestleMania and afterwards. I agree. That's a good call. Well, let's get into the last thing, whatever you want to call it, segment. It involves uh, Jay Uso in the ring. Sami Zayn then makes his entrance. Uh, asking Jay if this is what he wanted and saying he pulled up. He asks also how he wants to do this. Jay steps up to him and says he has a job to do, but Sammy is about to hear this. From day one, he didn't like Zane. He didn't trust him, didn't want him around his family at all. But then week after week, they started liking Sammy. Jimmy, then Solo, then Heyman, and even the Tribal Chief, but not him. As a boy... He always thought it was his job to protect his family. And the one time he put his guard down to someone he thought loved him, what did he do? He embarrassed him and made him look stupid in front of the whole world. He called Sammy his brother. And do you know what that means to him? Somebody said he second guesses himself all the time and she and he may be right. But from day one, Zayn has been a fake ass oos and now he doesn't have a choice. Sammy then cuts him off and tells him... You know who else was a always- brother? Kane was a brother to Abel. <laughs> true. That's true. And we know what happened there. But anyway, Sammy then cuts him off and tells him he always had a choice from day one. And instead, he chooses to take Roman's abuse day after day. He loves Jay. He loves his, he loves his family. But he chose not to take the abuse. He says he thinks Jay isn't mad at him. He's mad at himself. And he's mad he didn't hit Roman Reigns with the steel chair first. This stuns uh, Jay and Sammy retaliates. I mean, uh, reiterate, sorry, that you always have a choice. Jaden snaps and launches a forearm and they brawl Zane with a Luthez press into punches, but Jimmy Uso is here to cut him off. Jay takes Sammy out with a super kick. I love his super kick, so I will say that. They go to the floor and bounce the steel chairs off his face, even though Michael Cole, for whatever reason, mentioned it was a chair, but it was the steps. And then we go back in the ring and there's more beatdowns. And then Kevin Owens makes the save. And then we get the moment where it felt like Macho Man and Elizabeth. I said this was going to be the moment that it's like, you know, Elizabeth, will you marry me? And the crowd going bananas. Or, you know, the WrestleMania 7 ending to the Warrior versus Macho King match. 
where Elizabeth's in the crowd watching and then they embrace at the end and everyone's happy and they turn baby face again. That's what this felt like and everyone ate it up and as obvious as this shit was, I must admit, it was still a feel-good moment. It really, they did it pretty good even though there was a lot of uh, foreplay, shall we say, beforehand. Way too much foreplay, mind you. It, you know, we could have gotten to this the week before, even a week before that and then moved to a proper build but no, we got it tonight and whatever, it's cool. They did it well. It was a great embrace. It was a good film, good moment. And I guess I'm happy with that. The very end was good. It, even assuming that my, if my promo hypothesis earlier was is correct, um, I still don't think that this beatdown was brutal enough to have gotten Kevin Owens involved. They should have had That's Solo true, involved or they should have been giving Sammy, like Sammy should have been tied to, you know, the, when you, you lock the person's arms in the ropes and they should have right, just right, given right, him right. like- They haven't done that in a long time, Jeff. Double super kick, like, like eight, like, like, like not eight, but like four, you know, each, you know, each one giving four super kicks or double super kicks going to a fifth and maybe then KO came or Solo was involved or then Kevin KO comes out and like Cody's not just happy in the back. Maybe you see Solo in the back. God forbid Roman. And as Solo comes in, you know Cody comes from the side and gives him a spear. He takes him out with, with Roman's own move. So right, you, right. you see that. And then you know you see Paul Heyman walking up, and Cody's like, Mm-mm. and Paul's like, right. Oh, see what I mean? That's so fucking wrestling one hundred and one as well. Right. But for whatever reason, yeah. Then it, it, oh. it felt like the IC thing. It, it was right, it was right, just lazy. Right. They found the the easiest, right. laziest, mo- least creative way to get there. But they got there. We got the moment. We got the hug felt around the world. Everybody's been using that phrase. We got the moment. It was fine. I, even with all my complaining, I I got tingles. I have to admit, I got chills when I saw it. So I did I. I'm not gonna fucking lie. I didn't think I was, but uh, I did. I did to too. Up the last That's two of media and fives comments before we go. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Actually, yeah, I will. At the yeah. end, I'll do that. It is and the just, end. We're done. No, no, no. There was one more thing I wanted to mention, but is Jimmy holding a dildo? No, it's a vape. Just no, it's quietly. A <laughs> um, anyway, uh, now that threw me off, but I will say, well, like I said, I enjoyed it. I will do that before we say, bo- Jeff, don't worry. I'm aware, man. I'm very Jesus worried. Christ. I worry Anyway. <laughs> that's my theme Christ. song i worry stop a lot. throwing me off man because then i forget what i was gonna say and Everything throws right you now off. for fuck's sake help me out over here media m5 he's killing me but um uh, yeah i think that's about it i can't remember what i was gonna say now so fuck it i will say as much as you guys thought that smackdown really sucked i did say on smack attack i'll give it a b minus and i'm gonna stick to it 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 wasn't that bad c is kind of see. low that right. C doesn't suck. A C is just meh. It was uh, these days, but yeah, look, look, it was better than the week before. Put it that way. It was better than Raw too, in my opinion. I, I, I well, yeah, we did Machismo. So uh, right. everyone, if you want to find out what we thought about Raw, check check out Machismo. Listen, no listen, C is not a great grade, but it's not fouling. So I, I, I just think that they should have done more this far into the road to WrestleMania. I don't even feel like we were going the speed limit again. I felt like we were, I was stuck behind some old lady with her left turn signal and she's in the right lane. <coughs> don't make me laugh. We don't mean nailing. Sorry. Anyway. I, I'm here for my great insights and my wonderful sense of humor. 
Oh, my God. Anyway, Jeff, you know what? Let's fucking take it home, man. Because it ain't no fun unless we're talking SmackDown, right? I mean, shit. Good show. Unless it ain't no fun unless the boys are getting some. All right. Well, you can find me at Icarus D. Please follow me. I will follow you back. In the last two shows, three three listeners have followed me. I followed them right back. One I was already following. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to do so. Uh, you can check out all my shows. Uh, I do many shows with Jimmy right here on the PWC, and a lot of our shows also are on Hami Media Group and Channel Attitude, including, including Smack Attack that we did earlier, including Uncaged that we're going to do this evening, or, or probably around 7 or 8 Eastern time, so look for that. Uh, and also a Ring of Honor show, which is, uh, I believe, the first episode has been published. and we're It has, it has, it has. Yeah. And that's but that's on Hameen. That's on Hameen. So you gotta you gotta pay five Channel bucks. Channel attitude. But listen, it's worth five bucks. Listen, that that's less than half of that's half of what you pay to actually have to watch Ring of Honor yourself. And I assure you, you probably love AW Dark or Elevation. You probably don't want to watch Ring of Honor. Um, <laughs> right. Where else can you find me? You know, the Hustle Wrestling Student Network. But I really would love for you to check out my shows, Garden Views and Garden of the Doom. Garden of Doom is more esoteric and things that go bump in the night. Garden Views is more topical, but sometimes the two overlap, including uh, cryptocurrency and cybersecurity. And I'm doing a show uh, I'm, this week. I'm publishing a show with a guy on ChatGPT. Who is he? He's the guy who actually wrote the book on ChatGPT. So uh, so you definitely want to check that out because Isaac Asimov and whoever wrote Terminator, they were right. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, before I give my uh, my own shit and I'm dropping things again, Medium Five says, "Hey, I enjoy you two, not sexy or anything, but friend wise. I look forward to hearing more of y'all. Wish me luck. I'm getting my seventh chair since Julu or or July 22. Why can't you I assume." Compliment the motherfucker. I know. Why can't you, why can't you find me? Brad, Brad Pitt is sexy. I don't want to have sex with him. I just think he's sexy. <laughs> well, no homo, bro. But yeah, you know, you're you're cool with us, man. Absolutely yeah. cool with us, and. Um, he also says uh yeah, good, good luck getting your new chair man <laughs> yeah and he had to come back and say b plus smackdown ray i see t- uh, title only things that saved it i'm uh, a tough grader i i admit that well i guess he's closer to me with the grading i'll say b minus i did enjoy this you must be sexier then i, I must be yeah <laughs> look at you oh, with wow. those open nose sleeves of course you are <laughs> your hat backwards hey, like Garcia. no hey no, I hate them. But anyway, let's let's take it home though. But before we do that, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at DJ Mass Effects, and also see Jeff. You run too far, and also at the PWC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at the PWC Network. where you can find all our shows. Channelattitude.com, like Jeff said, where you'll see us tonight talking Rampage. Heck, even Dunkin' Fucking Donuts. Not Duncan. Duncan Donuts. Caffeine. Right. I had a giant coffee today. Oh, look, I'm t- look them off. Look at me, man. I look got two giant bags under my eyes. I mean, shit. But we're working. We bust our ass here at the PWC Network to give all you guys the best content possible out there. And believe me, I think we're one of the best. So put it that way. Yeah. But in saying that, agree that Hamin deserves your five dollars, five dollar face slaps. Yeah. He doesn't charge you. <laughs> that well, yeah. Well, we you don't, don't charge. Merch to but- sell yet. We don't. We could, but you still have to pay five bucks if you want to catch our channelattitude.com shows. But anyway, in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. That's Evil Dose Jeff Lipman, and you've been listening and watching the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk Saturday Afternoon Edition right here on the PWC Network, and we're out of here. See yous. Stay evil, my friends.
The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Superplex! 
LA Knight is just the walking embodiment of lightning in a bottle, Cole. And when you have a talent such as LA Knight, you've got a capital. Look at this now. Woods with the backwards and the win! Santos taking out Dominic. Just fantastic teamwork from Zelina. the queen and emperor of Lucha Libra. Now on the a second rope, measuring her opponent with a moonsault. Zelina and Santos are rolling. Can they keep it up here on Friday Night SmackDown? Look, Kevin, they want it. I want it. It's in your best interest. It's in my best interest. If we, if we can come together, do you understand? We can do something magical. We can do something remarkable. We can be the ones that bring down the ones. And I know, I know it might take years till this is totally repaired, but I've told you before, we don't even need to do this as friends. We just need to work together. And if yeah, I know, I know. I've heard, that's what I said. I heard everything you had to say. I've heard you say it for weeks. You don't need a friend. You don't want a friend. You just need me to fight with you so that you, me and Cody, we could take down the bloodline together. I get it, okay? It's, that's what's best for business. And we don't have to be friends. We don't need to be friends to do it. But man, why, why would I fight? Why, why would I fight for someone who doesn't even want to be my friend? Look, man, Cody, thank you for trying to do this. I really appreciate it. But I'm all set, all right? Look at that, mommy. He actually decided to show up. Do you, know, do you know how many nights I went without a father? I went a lot of nights. Stop, please. Rio, can I have a moment with my son, please? Alone? So now that we're in the middle of a ring, you have time for me? Is that how this is gonna go? Where were you when I needed you? All those late nights, huh? But you're so selfish that you took away my WrestleMania moment. Because at the end of the day, you're just a scared, pathetic excuse for a father. And you know what? There's something I want to get off my chest. And the reality is, you're just a piece hey, of Hey, 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 hey. Basta ya, por favor. Enough, Dom. But my biggest regret is what you have become. I'll tell you what, if someone like you, some ungrateful, disrespectful, Pathetic, punk-ass kid called me out at WrestleMania. 
I would gladly whoop their ass. Unfortunately, you're my son. And fighting you would be the biggest disgrace as a father. You're not worth it, son. I'm not gonna fight you now. I'm not gonna fight you never. And I won't fight you at WrestleMania either. Santos Escobar now up to the top rope. Rhea Ripley gonna meet him there. This is not gonna be good! Vega back into the ring. Going for a cross body. Oh, knee right to the face. Rhea's in trouble. Rhea Ripley right for the pickings, and doesn't Selena Vega know it? And Vega, Hurricane Rana to Dominic. Rhea, though, from behind, taking advantage. Riptide. But now Liv Morgan into play with a code red. One breaking down in a hurry. And Morgan launched out of the ring and hit hard. Yeah, what a nasty landing that was. Now's Emma's opportunity. Emma, though. And Raquel. Too big, yeah, too able strong. To power out of it. Tag made by Morgan. Raquel Rodriguez with the Tejana bomb. Morgan now legal. And there's Oblivion. Cover by Liv. Liv and Raquel are going to WrestleMania. Gunther wants a winner like the rest of us. week that you wanted to face a single challenger at WrestleMania. But your actions tonight tell me a completely different story. 
Therefore, Gunter, I am left with no choice. I am making it official. You will defend that Intercontinental Championship against Drew McIntyre and Sheamus in a triple threat match at WrestleMania. Cheap shot by Rhea. Dominic Melvin off the, the champ, and Rhea with a cheap shot. Mind games beginning, Cole. Kevin Owens coming to Sami Zayn's aid. 
Prize fighter unleashing months of pent-up anger. The KO chance ringing through the arena. Kevin Owens stomping the hell out of the Usos. And this is just stunner. One-way traffic.